What's up, burn bags, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we watch it and eat some snacks. I'm Mantis, and I need an abortion before they confirm this cunt judge. And I'm Brianna, and I miss Tom Brady. And today we'll be reviewing Amazon's Get Duped. Get Duped is a comedy horror written and directed by Ninian Doff in his feature film debut and stars Samuel Bottomley, Viraj Junisia, Rian Gordon, and Louis Gribbon. It's about four teens who get hunted down by Eddie Izzard, but this time it's on film. Before we smash that motherfucking like button, though, we're going to talk about our expectations for Get Duped, some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet, and of course, start off with random things that piqued our interest this week and discuss the top segment, Nobody Asked For, Brianna, Trailer Talk! Okay, the guy's name is Ryan. Ryan Gordon. Do you want me to do it one more time? No. Okay. Uh, excuse me? Uh, I would like to say something. Oh, Brianna, we have a we have a special guest that would like to say something. Ooh. Uh, yes, hello. My name is Marjo. I am here to ask you, please, share this podcast uh, for my friends, Brianna and Mantis. They are uh, a good people. Uh, once again, I am a Marjo, and I thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much, Marjo. I, oh, I really appreciate you. that. Um, like Marjo said, everyone, if you could go ahead and just, you know, share this podcast with your friends, like, subscribe, do all the, the good-ass motherfucking things for us, right? That was nice. That was, that, nice that, that was nice, Marjo. I really appreciate that. Let's get into the show, Brianna, with some movie news. Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, I don't really have movie news in terms of what's hot happening in the world of movies, but I do have an actor-related world news event. You may recognize him as someone that's on the presidential ballot. And he goes by the name of Brock Pierce. Brock Pierce is an actor. He was in First Kid with Sinbad. He was what? What Gordon he? Bombay before he was Coach Gordon Bombay. And uh, he is running for president. Oh, uh, what? I don't think he's on the ballot. That's fucking weird. What the fuck? What, what is he running as? I don't know. Brock Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running for the, the Mighty Duck Party. <laughs> He's got Sinbad as his head of uh, Secret Service. He's head of Secret Service. But yeah, he's running as an independent candidate. And according to Wikipedia, his occupation is entrepreneur and director of the Bitcoin Foundation, along with being a former child actor. That's terrible. That sounds awful. All right, that's That almost ruined my day. Yeah. Oh, this is how I found out about it. This is the exciting part. So someone I know on Instagram, one of like my personal followers slash people I follow was in Colorado recently in that area. And they <laughs> ran into one of his campaign like things. <laughs> and it was this weird like Burning Man-esque festival with like these weird lights and like people twirling fire and it was all for him. And, like, they showed his bus that he has, his presidential campaign bus, and it's got him on it. And it's just so funny. And it's so bad. But I love it. Oh, God. Well, make sure to go out and vote, everybody. Just not for the dude from First Kid. All right? 
Um, <laughs> Brianna, what do you think about the new Suicide Squad? Okay. Brianna has some... Brianna had a silly Billy moment, and she didn't realize that they would be, like, filming the whole thing again. You didn't know it was a re... like, a, they're doing the movie over? I thought that they were just adding in things that they didn't add to the original and so like it was already filmed and they were just gonna release it as like an uncut version no it's a completely new movie but yeah i realized they're making a whole new movie with the same people under the same name and i went oh james gunn said he got to kill anybody any character he wanted though there was no like there was no studio interference they were like yeah do whatever the fuck you want i love james gunn i'm glad that he did get me too or he did get me too, but then it got rescinded. That was dramatic. That was someone, sorry, sorry ladies out there, but I feel like that was someone that just wanted attention. And I don't think that it doesn't happen, but in that particular case, it, it felt like it. Yeah, I mean, it must have, they wouldn't take him back if it was like that. It was, especially yeah. in today's climate. I don't think he'd be working if it was if it was true. Well, especially since everyone that has like worked with him was like, no, that would not happen. <laughs> Like Louis C.K., he jerked off in front of some people, and nobody came out to say that. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, he probably he probably jerked off in front of those chicks." And it's, it's, it's probably true. Yeah, like if the people you work with are like oh, throwing you under the bus, you probably did it. Yeah. In other movie news, Brianna, I have uh, something kind of kind of cool. Adam Sandler's in a new movie. It doesn't sound like a Hubie Halloween or one of his like jokey slapstick comedy kind of movies. It sounds like it's kind of like another Uncut Gems kind of feel. Uh, he'll portray an astronaut in Netflix's untitled adaption of Yaroslav Kalfar's novel, The Spaceman of Bohemia. The story centers on an astronaut sent to the edge of the galaxy to collect mysteries, ancient dust, and when he finds his earthly life falling to pieces, he turns to the only voice who can help him to try to put it back together, a creature from the beginning of time lurking in the shadows of his ship. So that's something that sounds like something um, Adam Sandler just doesn't normally do. Doesn't sound like a role that's normally his, and I think I think that'll do a good job in it. it. Sounds very interesting. Yeah, I feel like he kinda has that reputation now where he can he can play more serious characters. I mean he tried to do it in Spanglish and that didn't work out for him, unfortunately. That but was still kinda that was still kinda, like I thought that was a comedy more than a drama though. It like was and it wasn't. He was like dipping his toe in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd say Click was more emotional than fucking Spanglish. I don't think I ever finished Click. Uncut Gems is phenomenal. If you have not seen it, go watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, trailer talk! And in that trailer right now, that trailer sound you just heard is backing right over the kid from the kid from First Kid. And he's dead now and no longer running for president in... In this world that me and Brianna have created, so he's I love dead. That movie. He's dead now, Brianna. He was backed over by the trailer talk trailer. <laughs> that's what, that's it. Okay, well. So that's tra- fine. Tra- trailer talk is a segment where me and Brianna send each other a few trailers from the week that looked interesting or crappy or promising or whatever it may have you, and uh, then we talk about it. I'll give a little bit of our take on the the trailer itself. The first trailer I sent Brianna this week was The Prom, starring James Corden. Hate it. Hate it. Okay, hate it's it, hate it. more than James looks, Corden. Looks terrible. Looks like, well, Michael, Michael 
Michael Ke- Keegan Peel's in it. And Michael, what? Ke- Michael Keegan Key. <laughs> I did this in the the uh, the Flame of Fire episode too. I can't never say his name. Either way, it looks fucking god awful. It looks like teachers who are singing at prom. That's it. Um, it has more people in it. it has a uh, what's her face, like Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, James Corden's in it. Keegan Michael Key is in it. The cats but of twenty twenty. When- when I watched it, I mean, there is kind of like an underlying story that seems nice where there's like a girl that wants to ask another girl to the prom and the school's like, no, you can't have that, which is like a oh, a tender moment. But then it's ruined by this like lame version of High School Musical and like Hairspray and you just cringe the whole time and you forget what the whole movie's about in the trailer. Yeah, not looking forward to it. Brianna can watch that on her own and give us a give us a mini sode, because I'm not touching Oof. that hot garbage. No fucking way. I didn't even want to watch the whole trailer. I was like, do I have to watch the whole thing? And then I thought you were gonna like quiz me on it, so I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, one out of ten. Second movie, Brianna, embattled. What what is that looked terrible too embattled the movie i don't know anything about it i didn't look up any actors or directors or anything it just looked bad it was about a son and his father going to fight in the ufc against each other okay there's more to the the movie than that it does star steven dorf and he hasn't been anything in anything relevant for i don't know five ten years he was in the Britney Spears Every Time music video, though. Hello. Um, but yeah, he hasn't had a, a presence in a while. And I think the movie, if you liked Southpaw, I wouldn't suggest this movie. No, Southpaw was like a good movie. This looks like a hot garbage. That's why I said I wouldn't suggest it. Thanks for listening. Did You, you thought it looked good, though. It looks good, but like it doesn't look, I don't know. Okay, and what it about doesn't look as weird as doesn't look as bad as the prom. I'd rather watch Embattled over the prom. Yeah, that's one hundred percent big fact. The it the, the Embattled is an IFC film, so it'll probably be free. I don't know, maybe maybe I'll catch it. The the last film, Brianna. The last film that we uh, we trailered is My Salinger Year, and it's not set in twenty twenty. Just a heads up, because J D. Salinger is no longer with us. Thank God. But because I was confused, I was like, "Dude, I thought he was dead." And then, uh, turns out, yeah, he is. But <laughs> it's all about this young writer, aspiring writer, who takes a job as an assistant to Sigourney Weaver, and she Sigourney Weaver works for J.D. Salinger. And it was a little confusing, but it looks good. It stars Margaret Margaret Qualley, and. It's got a lot of typewriters in it, and I think it's going to be it's pretty good. I thought it looked awful. Um, it, the, the gist I got from it was essentially this girl goes to work for a publisher who does J.D. Salinger's fan mail because he's a fucking creepy bitch, and he lives in the woods and won't talk to anybody after he wrote a, a novel that was revered by the country. And so uh, this girl wants to break out of the norm, and and, and she doesn't she doesn't want to do things the 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 right way and and she's got a story to tell and she does poetry and jd salinger is gonna maybe change his ways if i go talk to him or fuck you fuck this movie fuck my salinger year bullshit i'm calling bullshit 
J.D. Salinger was a creep and nobody should fucking write a movie about this man. Fuck Catcher in the Rye. Bullshit movie. But I mean, bullshit book, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it would make a bullshit, I, actually a movie too, bullshit movie. I really like Margaret Qualley, so I'm gonna see it. And Sigourney Weaver, yeah, she fucks. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver fucks. Sigourney Weaver fucks up aliens and is a is a dope ass blue blue chick. But yeah, all three of these movies, <clears throat> no need to run to see them. Yeah, um, Mantis, Mantis, in the Mantis sphere, he will never see any of them. Probably one out of ten for tra- this trailer talk segment. One out of ten all around. Now that we have that out of the way, we can we can set forth into our entree of the night, our main event. We're gonna start talking about the movie that we're gonna be watching. It's called Get Duked. And once again, it is another exclamation point at the end of the the title. So I am emphasizing duked. Get duked. This is coming as a surprise, too, because we didn't tell anybody what we were watching last week. Yeah, because we're poor podcast hosts. Because we're sneaky snakes. Sneaky snakes. And those sneaky snakes are bringing you into the spoiler-free zone. The spoiler-free zone is an area where you can feel safe from spoilers. What's going to happen in the next five to ten minutes is me and Brianna are going to break down how the movie got to the point where it was made, some expectations we have, some information we learned about the film. We're going to go get really baked. We're going to go watch the movie, and then we're going to come back and give our immediate hot takes after we have gotten high and watched the movie. Ooh, hot takes. Now hot. I want hot cakes. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, when you hear this sound, that means that <laughs> that means that something has occurred in which you rip that shit. I'm gonna be ripping some cookies tonight. So get duked was written and directed by Ninny and Doff, who I assumed was a woman until I clicked on his IMDb profile. He is, in fact, a man with very nice hair. Um, Brits have a great movie scene. I gotta get that right off the bat. I'm always late to the party on their comedies. Uh, the last, not the last, but one, one of the, one, one that comes to mind on the top of my head is, is Four Lions, which is hilarious. It's about four terrorists that are trying to become terror. They're four kids trying to become terrorists and they're just doing a terrible job at it. Um, this movie was filmed on the Scottish borders, not the actual Highlands. And it was filmed in and around Menic Pass and Wanlockhead, which is, I'm assuming, places in Scotland. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck's up in Scotland. Yeah, I'm not Scottish. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if we offended you. It debuted at South, South by Southwest. It got picked up by Amazon. It was originally named Boys in the Woods, but then the guy who wrote Boys in the Hood died, and they changed the name out of out of respect. Boys in the Woods is a great title though oh great title great title rest in peace john singleton but great rest in peace john singleton love boys in the hood at the time of this recording it has a 6.2 out of 10 on imdb based on 4,000 reviews it has an 87 percent critic score based on 90 reviews and has a 63 percent audience score based on 182 reviews it also has a 69 on metacritic but fuck metacritic 69 It, it has around the same same scores as save yourselves as the movie we reviewed last week 
So Ugh, that movie was oof. the movie was like, all right, yeah, it was kind of pretty boring. So but the movie itself is based on Ninian's life and his experiences uh, within the Duke of Edinburgh awards scene um which is a <laughs> which is a, it's like it's i don't know i i, I it's it's a bizarre like culty type vibe that's a cult thing <laughs> I, it's kind of weird like it it's uh it's an awards program for youths coaxing them into areas of self-improvement including sports and hiking and uh he he was he was in that now see like that doesn't sound very culty but brianna why don't you give me a little more what Give me a little more about the the Duke of Edinburgh Awards. So the Duke of Edinburgh Awards started in like 1955 or 58, who cares, sometime in the 50s. And it takes about one to four years to complete, which I'm already out of the game because who can commit to that much time? But it was all based on this one guy who wanted to, I don't know. Well, this is what Hans surmised, right? Like, this is essentially, yeah. he was like, he was like, there's a decline in modern youth. This was only, this was his own thoughts, yeah. There's a decline in fitness due to modern methods of locomotion. There's a decline in self-discipline. There's a decline in, decline in skill. Nobody can craft anymore. There's a de- decline in passion. There's fucking... Honestly, this guy wouldn't survive 2020. <laughs> no, he was, he, so, so he, he had, so he set up the, the Duke of Edinburgh Awards and... You can you can do uh, there's four solutions to these problems he believes right uh, fitness training determination of the the mind you know like in body uh, to compete with oneself in physical fitness going on expeditions via sea or land projects involving crafting or manual skill and then the weirdest one which is rescue service which is like he he thinks that all young men should be like firefighters or EMTs or like uh uh fucking lifeguards like that's it's such a bizarre way to think i think it's so weird and the fact that they still do it to this day i just think it's weird that this guy thought like in the 50s that there was a huge decline of all this i feel like back in the 50s weren't like kids being really obedient and thriving he's like oh he's like kids are losing fitness because they have cars now like what are you a silly billy bro don't be a silly Billy. So out of like volunteering, improving your like a physical skill, improving just general practical and social skills, and then going on your expedition, which can be in where you're from, or you can go abroad. There's this weird one that's like optional and it's called residential. And it's where you live on your own and like you work for five days and you're supposed to like be able to take care of yourself for five days and like that's when you know you're the gold of the duke of edinburgh awards that's the gold standard i guess honestly it's kind of like boy scouts if we're being honest so i guess we do have to deal with shit like that i didn't have to be in boy scouts thankfully because i didn't want to get molested so i was like nah i don't i don't want to be in boy scouts i also don't want to be an altar boy a lot of my friends were altar boys or Boy Scouts, and like definitely everyone got molested. They never said so, but I mean, numbers never lie, right? Sorry so, if you're cute, but that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I was too fat. I wouldn't have got molested anyway. Um, yeah. 
You wouldn't be able to find anything. <laughs> so, so this is essentially th- th- this is what the the Duke of Edinburgh awards. Those were that's what it was based off of, and the movie is based off of that in Ninian's experiences dealing with all this this kind of like weird bullshit because that's that's what he believes it is. Um, it was the the weirdest thing I could find, Brianna. Before we talk about our expectations and then go get go get high and watch the movie. Um, <laughs> The way this movie came to be was that it was financed by Toby Maguire. What's wrong with Toby Maguire? Nothing. I just thought that was so weird. Maybe he was a hardcore Boy Scout altar boy and he relates. <laughs> I I mean like I guess at one point in time he went out to Glasgow to watch filming and they were calling it like their little Scottish movie. And he was like pleased by how it was coming along. I just think it's weird that Spider-Man's finance and movies. You think it's weird that Spider-Man? I think it's weird that he was in Glasgow in the first place. Yeah, he's got money to burn. He's doing whatever he wants. But he just seems like a very like I would stay at home and like my creepy big castle kind of person, like an Enya. <laughs> okay, what are your expectations for Get Duped? They're low. Mine are too. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys right now. I'm not I'm not like I'm looking forward to it. I I, I hope it's good, but I have low expectations, probably for the best. Hopefully, I'll I'll exceed expectations, but it. Uh, we'll see. I'm excited. <laughs> we'll see. There's a character. Uh, there's a character called DJ Beetroot, and yeah. he seems to really be the person I'm gonna be focusing on. He seems funny, and I hope that. It doesn't totally disappoint me, and DJ Beetroot can carry me through. Okay. And this is why also I get high before these movies, because sometimes it's just not worth it to, to not watch it, to watch it not high. That's, that's really the truth of the matter. Well, I get to sit here just stone sober. All right, Brownie, give me the synopsis before uh, I take us out. Get duked in anarchic, hip-hop-inspired comedy that follows four city boys on a wilderness trek as they try to escape a mysterious huntsman. Awesome. Pack up your fangs, spark your fangs. I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to hit this shit and then we're going to watch this, all right? So, in 3, 2, 1. And we're back. <laughs> Brianna. When I say get, what is it? When I say DJ, <laughs> you say beetroot. DJ. Beetroot. DJ. I wanted to say get duped. Oh, when I say when I say get, you say duped. Get. Duped. Get. Duped. <laughs> Mantis is a big fan of this movie. Mantis is now a, a big fan of Ninny and Doff. Really? Because Mantis like almost didn't want to watch this movie. Mantis did almost not want to watch this movie. Mantis was very on the fence about this movie. But wow, it was awesome. Total like super bad kind of vibes. I loved the animation in the beginning. I loved the writing. The writing was fantastic. Not a wasted moment. Very, very tight fucking script. A lot of, lot of good lines. Characters were very well established, and they were they had their own personalities. I thought the the story itself was great. I thought the acting was awesome. Those those four kids were 
great. Eddie Izzard was he, he was like a part of it. Uh, he was a good part of the movie, but not, not like a big part. But like the kids were great. I'm hype about this fucking thing. Directing was phenomenal. I thought the Scot uh, Scotland was beautiful. I'm I'm very high up on this movie right now, Brianna. I, uh, I can tell. Yeah. What about what do you think? <laughs> um, you know, it was good. I'll say that. Ooh. The writing was good. The acting was good. The landscape of Scotland was wonderful to look at. It was nice and lush and green, and there was horses and sheeps. But I don't know. It just uh it was good. What did you what, what was the was there any downside for you? No. No, I thought that the music was really good. The music was great. And Music's Yeah, the music was Run the Jewels. If you like Run the Jewels, you're going to you're going to you're going to dig it. Um, a lot of good hip hop, funny hip hop. Yeah, there was just all good music all around. I really liked um the chemistry between the the kind of I don't want to say clan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the chemistry between um, all four of the the young men that were starring in it. I think that it all worked out. And there was kind of like an underlying like sweet moment in it where you thought like this was just going to be like a funny, stupid movie. But then there was also like a tender part to it. And it was nice. But I don't know. Very well thought out. Not too, not not. Um, I didn't think it was like um, corny emotional. I thought that it was no. it was right on. I thought that it was sincere, and I think that it's definitely a hidden gem because I haven't heard a lot of people speaking about it. So, um. I think of um, movies that I really really like would be movies that I'd want to see again. I don't know if I'd necessarily want to see this again. I see where you I see what you're saying. I'm not like a rewatch a movie kind of person, so I can't really speak from from that viewpoint. But I really enjoyed this movie. It got me, gave me good vibes. I love the hip hop stuff. I loved the subtle racism. <laughs> a decent amount of subtle racism. There was, there was a wasn't really decent. There was a, a fair amount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably couldn't get away with that in an American film. If we're being completely honest. Oh, definitely not. Unless it was maybe five years ago. How many popcorn bags are you giving this? I would give it 32 out of 50 popcorn bags. How many would you give it? 42 out of 50. Ugh, you always just have to like one-up me. Well, I tend to, I tend up to you that time. You recommend it this Well, thing? there's a one in ten, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would recommend it, yes. It is a bit gory. There are some some gore scenes in it, so if you're not a big blood fan, spoiler alert, I would not watch this. Yeah, decent amount of but at the at the same time, if you like when people instead of say pedophile, say pedophile. Pedos. Then that then then you're gonna wanna see this movie. They say that like a lot in this movie they say pedophile and that's hilarious a pedophile (laughs) a lot of gore not not a horror movie but uh very dark comedy um the ending is pretty surprising Uh, i'll give it more away in the spoiler zone decent decent flick and i and fuck yeah bitch watch that shit 
Watch that shit ASAP. Yeah, I would recommend it. Recommend it as soon as possible. Uh, watch it and as soon as possible. It's on Amazon. Yeah, so if you got Prime, so it's free. So if you free. have Amazon Prime. Totally. It's frizzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bitch. When I say DJ, you say Beetroot. Very quotable movie. Uh, DJ. <laughs> A lot of it you really couldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, subtitles for sure. Subtitles up. Subtitles up. Um, yeah, when they get on like ranch, you're like, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Brianna, do you want to take it into the boiler zone? Spoiler zone. Alright. I'll take us into the spoiler zone with uh, a spoiler right off the bat. If you've seen the trailer to this movie and you watch the first scene in the movie, it foreshadows the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's the what's in the trailer? Well, I mean, in the trailer, obviously, you find out that there's these four guys like walking around the wilderness, and like people are hunting them. And then in the first scene, it's them sitting there learning about the Duke of Edinburgh awards from their teacher. And there's a poster behind them that says Scottish Highlands, and it has a picture of it. And then if you look at the projector on the screen, it says like the Duke of Edinburgh awards something, something, something. And the first letter of each um, sentence spells out death. And then they highlight it in red. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, mister. I don't pay attention. I guess you were paying attention. Well, Brianna was fucking scrolling Instagram during the movie. So what do you what do you want me to say? I, uh, yeah, I think that... Um, Okay, so the B-plot in this movie is the town in the Highlands that is closest to where these boys are. All Half of the bread has been stolen from the town, and the police are looking for the bread thief. But they think the boys are a terror, terrorist organization because one of them looks up how to make a bomb to throw at Eddie Izzard because he's hunting them. And so now they're looking for a terrorist instead of a bread thief. The teacher ends up being the bread thief... And uh, at the end of the movie, after they try to kill him and then revive him, um, they they vouch for him, and they the cops find the bread, and when the cops find the bread in the van that they're using, um, and so so would you consider that one of your favorite parts? <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not even I'm not even really going into favorite parts because. I don't have a least favorite part. I'm going to be honest right now and while we're in this point. Well. I never really have a least favorite part. I don't, I don't like to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't have a least favorite part at all for this movie. And my favorite parts are just like the movie itself, the writing, the directing. I loved I loved every, pretty much every part of it. Um, it, 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 was, it was just a great movie. So, so, so I guess if I had to pick a favorite part, it would be how the boys think that the person that's with them on the Duke of Edinburgh trip. They think he's the killer at one point. So one of them drives over him with a car and Oh yeah. Like right off the bat, they're like, this is the guy. And they show it and there's like blood and then they try to push the van off a cliff, but then it rolls down the hill and it actually saves them at the end when it, when it falls out of the sky and crushes all the rich people that are hunting them. But so my favorite part was definitely the, them thinking that their their like teacher guy was a pedophile and killing trying to kill a him with the, and then trying to kill him with the car and then trying to put him off a cliff. So that was definitely one of my favorite parts of the movie. 
Um, I feel like I'm rambling a lot right now. No. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I could go on, I could go on for days, days about this movie. I think that Ninian Doff is really talented. I, I hope that he does more movies. I watched a couple of his commercials that he did and they were really inventive and like really fun. Uh, so he's like really just talented overall. And, and I loved the style of this movie, Brianna. Like I said earlier, I loved that. I loved the drawings in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I, Nini and Doff yeah, did. And Nini and Doff did. And uh, the, the kids get high as shit in this movie. Like a lot. There's a lot of people eating rabbit shit and then tripping balls. And you see them trip. So you see the colors and the landscape move. And their heads like float off their bodies and spin around a lot of cool visual effects in this movie that were really 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 well done i really liked the four boys and how they all kind of had their own separate personalities and it turns out that they're all friends or three of them were friends because they're all losers and no one likes them at school and then the kid that they think is a loser joined their little gang and he fit right in but the part that I really liked about it was that one of the boys, so you have to get in the, the scene where they're going on a trip. They're going to hike the Scottish Highlands. So you think you'd have a map, a sleeping bag, some food, maybe a water bottle, something like that. But some people didn't have it. One of them didn't have anything. He had a little fanny pack that had like an iPod in it and maybe like some gum. I don't know. But he had a little fanny pack. Didn't do shit. One of them had like a small backpack and like maybe some sort of, I don't know, sleeping bag thing. But he had trash bags on his shoes instead of boots. <laughs> <laughs> One of them had a pretty good size like backpack and he was wearing like rubber boots. I don't know if that's technically a good hiking boot, but, you know, if you're going to hike through mud, sure. And then the one that I really liked, and he was really into the Duke of Edinburgh awards thing. He had everything. He had this full hiking backpack, a sleeping bag, food, everything ready to go, map, glorious. And I just liked how they all kind of had their own personalities, their own looks, and then they also packed to fit their personalities. Yeah, yeah. The the personality side, like the character development side, like that whole thing is was really well thought out. Like it's like these kids had like a little Bible that they could just go to and read about their character, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was really well thought um, out. I thought Eddie Izzard played a good villain. If you didn't know that Eddie Izzard was in this movie, you wouldn't have known it at all because he wears a mask the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of liked. I liked how you never really saw the people without their masks on. It kept like a whole veil of like mystery because maybe like if they took their masks off, the kids would recognize them as like, the, I don't the, know, the, their the, principal or something. Well, I think it was supposed <laughs> to be the king and queen of England. But was it like the real king and queen? Yeah. The Duke of Edinburgh and the Duchess. The Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh. The douche. The douche. <laughs> the douche and the ditch. <laughs> I really liked the part that you mentioned where the kid gets put off as a terrorist. And in the police station, there's like a terrorist or a threat board. There's a threat board in the police station. 
and <laughs> there's funny. the levels are like high medium and low priority and for for the first part of the movie the highest priority is the bread thief they need to find that bread thief because according to the head detective whatever there's she hasn't had ciabatta in weeks because of the bread thief. The ducks are getting vicious. There's babies being born without knowing what baguettes are because this bread thief is just taking all the fucking bread. <laughs> they were so pumped to find the bread at the end of the movie, too. They were. There was like a big like carb fest. But <laughs> one of the cops gets once they... super baked in the movie and he's like, he trips balls. <laughs> the cops were yeah. funny. Um, Even the B characters once... were really good. There really wasn't that many people in this film. And, like, the dude who was really sad he couldn't eat a sandwich on bread that was, like, the, the dumb cop. And the, <laughs> was funny he unlocked the bread box that was locked because yeah. he didn't want people stealing it, and he found out the bread was gone. Right. Yeah, there were probably, like, 15 people in this movie total. I also liked how once they found out that there could have been a potential terrorist, they moved the bread thief, like, slide off of high priority and put him on medium priority. <laughs> and they put terrorists at the top. And then, like, later and throughout the film, they find out, like, oh, there's pedos. Oh, there's a terrorist. Oh, there's an urban gang. And then there's a riot and zombies. And those are all the high priority things. <laughs> they're looking for They're looking for hip-hop music and... An urban gang at one point. Yeah, they're looking for hooded people. <laughs> hooded youths. Black, black youths. <laughs> so yeah, there's a said. lot of, like, racial profiling. and. I just think it's because, like, probably they don't deal with that kind of stuff. So it's not as sensitive, sensitive as a subject. You know what I mean? Oh, they like, definitely deal with it. I feel like they're just ten years behind us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't think uh, I don't... They haven't been woke yet. <laughs> But yeah, I liked that part. I thought that it was funny that they thought the kid was a terrorist because his name is like Duncan McDonald. And they're like, I picked your house to look at the terrorist handbook because you have a white name and it's the whitest name ever. And then the police detectives like change it to from Duncan McDonald to like Dung Khan, like Ma, and they like make a weird pronunciation of it to make it seem like a terrorist. <laughs> and it's so bad. At one point, at one point in time, the kids are running through the highlands and they're screaming like, "Alale, But the cops are the cops are listening and they're like, "Alawanka, Alawanka, Ala Akbar." <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, Allah Akbar, it's the, it's the terrorists. <laughs> yeah, there was just a lot of... Uh, a lot of that. It was funny, though. It was, all, it was all in good humor. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't get offended. Don't get offended. Rihanna's Asian. She can, she can... Even the Asian kid makes fun of himself, so... Yeah. Not that we should be making fun of ourselves because we're Asian, but... He does, and it's funny. He's got a weird mustache. I'm proud of him. He was hilarious. He was he was he was probably the best. DJ character. Beetroot. Was, DJ Beetroot was probably the best character. Like I liked best, DJ Beetroot. Well Actually, I I don't really I can't pick a favorite. I liked all of them. Yeah, they were. DJ great. Beetroot was the rapper. The kid with uh the fork was hilarious. The the one that was like all 
high on finding the award at the end to improve his CV was really funny. And then there was just the other kid that was like, I'm going to pack fish and live with my dad for the rest of my life. But he was funny. That's get duped, everybody. I gave a 42 out of 50. Brianna gave it a 32 out of 50. There's there's pedophile jokes. You can watch it on Prime. Go do that. Hide your pedos. Hide your pedos. <laughs> on that note, Brianna, <laughs> what else did you watch this week? Anything good? I did. I watched um, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. You could skip on that. Oh. That's not a really great movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Unless you're like a huge Angelina Jolie fan, but yeah, you could pass on that. Yeah, that's probably not good. I watched um, Gone in 60 Seconds for the first time. Did you like it? <sighs> it's all right. Yeah, I mean, had I watched it when it came out, I would have been like, wow, this was amazing. But now that like we have Fast and Furious, I'm like, oh, that was fine. <laughs> yeah, The Rock is Nicolas just so Cage better. is pretty good in it, though. He's his like Nicolas Cage self in it, and he has like those loud outbursts which was enjoyable and then i also watched um judy oh how was that it was really good i hated her speech at all the award ceremonies who renee zellweger yeah oh, i'm just so happy to be here again i was like shut up renee zellweger <laughs> i don't give a shit i sort of know about like judy garland and how they gave her like all the pet pills and like whatnot and I know she died, like, sort of young, but yeah. they kind of portrayed her like this 75-year-old woman, and it, like, bugged me. Yeah, I don't really know anything about you. I, 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 guess I'll, I guess I'll check it out at some point. Did you watch anything? I watched Fargo Season 2 on, like, the FX show. Mm -hmm. I watched the entirety of the season. It was incredible. Oh, so cool. Like, very... Like one of those shows where you watch the pilot and or like the first episode in this case, because it's not the pilot of the show, um, the first episode of the second season. And you're just like you're hooked by the by the end of that episode. And all of a sudden you watch you watch like four more. Like I watched, I think, six episodes in a day. And I was like, oh, shit, it's two in the morning. It was really good. Go check it out. Uh, it's on Hulu. Nick Offerman's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Offerman's in it, um, and some other people that I can't think of right now, but it was really enjoyable, and you should go check it out. Is that um, a show where, like, the second season is, like, has a different cast? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm watching the third season right now, and it's kind of boring. It's not as good as the second season. The first season was pretty good, too, but I heard the fourth season with Chris Rock is, is, is pretty that good. That one looks, so. like, totally different. Yeah, they're, they're setting different... They're set in different times, so... That one looks good, though. I like Crystal Rock. Yeah, me too. When does it start? Is it already started? Yeah, it's like four or five episodes into the season. Ooh. Um, on that note, what are we watching next week, Brianna? Let the people know. We are watching Borat 2. Subsequent movie film. And I also just want to point out that, yeah, I was the girl that called it Borat 2 before it was actually Borat 2, thanks, Amazon. Yeah, that's big facts. Uh, very excited to watch Borat 2. It's going to be awesome. I mean, like, I can't say it's going to be awesome. I've actually heard mixed reviews and most people have texted me and said, I, it was all right. But I am, I am excited for it. And I thought you were going to do the accent. <laughs> all right. Very nice. Uh, my wife. Wizard sleeve. Um, but yeah, so Borat 2 next week. Want to thank everybody for listening to today's episode. 
running a little long. I don't know what it's going to look like after I edit this motherfucker, but either way, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Brianna runs it. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. I run it. All the links are in the show notes. Come join our Discord, even though Brianna is spooky scared of interaction with people make sure to come and join our youtube channel brianna will be in your dms and she'll send you feet pics maybe i don't know i'll talk to her about it we can sweeten the for deal for money yeah for money all right well shh, not for money um to our loyal fans and shout out to the philippines brianna you got anything for our peeps before we leave just stay fugly i would like to say this is marjo I would like to say, please, once again, so, uh, share with your friends via SMS text message or uh, and use hashtag Brianna Socks. Uh, I actually run the account and Mantis no longer run the account on the Twitter. It is Marjo only. All right. Thanks, Marjo. I, I really appreciate it. Go away, Marjo. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will see you next week. I love you. Brianna loves you. I think. I don't really... I don't really know how she f- she f- I, feels uh, about the I whole situation. I don't love much but... anymore. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.